Warning, this podcast contains horror themes. Please read the warnings in the description before continuing. We hope you have a wonderful existence. Hello, I'm Ashley Thompson, the writer of I Exist. Before we start today's episode, I have a few announcements that I need to make. First, and least important, is I apologise for the sound in the background. I can't get rid of it, it just is. And it will not be for the entire episode, just for these announcements. First announcement. To continue our support of the Black Lives Matter movement after our two-week-long blackout, we will be moving our release date from Tuesday to Wednesday. Yes, I understand that when it is Tuesday blackout, it is the American Tuesday. But for any Australians who are using the Australian Tuesday, we still wish to show them support, which is why we are moving our release date to the Wednesday. Second announcement. This episode will have strong horror themes that the rest of the season might not have possessed, at least not to the extent that you were expecting. While they are still not heaps strong, I would advise reading the warnings before listening to this episode. I would advise reading the warnings before listening to any episodes, but particularly for the last three episodes of this season, this being the first one of the last three. Final announcement. It's just a thank you. Thank you for being listening all the way through to this episode. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy 9 and 10, which will be the last two episodes in season one. Yes, we will be doing a season two. I thank you for all the support you've shown. I highly encourage you following us on social media because we do cool other stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you for being awesome listeners. I hope you've enjoyed this. I would love to hear from you if you have. Um, but yes, please heed the warnings. And have a wonderful day. The first thing you should know is to keep your name hidden. But for the sake of time, I won't go into depth. Please just trust me. Time is linear. Fate is not. You are fate, the very embodiment. And so I cannot impress this next point upon you enough. You have choices. Fate is simply the most likely arrangement of events due to a decision. And you? You have the ability to line those events and remove choice from others. You'll be able to see outcomes and offer advice, but people are not tied to fate, not unless you curse them. These rules apply to yourself as well. I will repeat once more, and please, Madeline, remember it. You are not bound by fate. You can choose the other option, even if it is the harder choice. Of course, sometimes there are no choices. When the world around you shapes the environment, the decisions... And situations in your life up to that moment dictate the only option you have. It is in those moments the decision chain has reached its end and you have met fate. And please know that it is not your fault or anyone else's for that matter. You can't see your own future and neither can anyone else. Each decision made is a choice and you can only do so much. Sam? Sam? What what the hell? So, as a part of the Reds coming of age type body changes, they shed their skin. If you'd known about it since birth, it wouldn't have seemed weird, but... What the... This month is brought to you by Mortality Works. Get your free gift with I Exist Episode 8, the In September Planner, now.
Hello, Tether. In your short life, I wonder if you've ever been used as a witness with all your watching, listening. I wouldn't be surprised. Tonight, you shall be the witness for the exchanging of favors. I have no doubt that more will gather for the show. Fairies are rather fond of energy binding. As a bonus, we'll be extending her existence. And here we are. Evening, sister. Evening, brother. I trust your witness is still coming? My witness is right here. Say hello to the tether. The tether is alive and can listen. Is that not all the requirements? No, if the spell does not take, I blame you. And thus, you will owe me. Very well. Shall we begin? Blood Body is life. Energy is life. Let, Let them, them bind, bind and promise be kept. Let, Let them bind. We offer our blood. We offer our energy. Watch our intentions, and if our word we do break. Hundred years of pain. Favor for favor. Favor for favor. Are the southern necromancers coming? Yes. Leave Madeline to our own trouble. Too great. Fine. Can you tell me where she is? No, the universe hides her even from me. But she's your twin. And the only reason you still agree to talk with me. We are done. Be gone. You need to rest. She will come home somehow. She will find her way. I shed my skin. Aaron, I woke up to a clump of skin and hair and and my eyes. Oh god, my eyeballs fell out and new ones grew in while I was asleep. I Sam said he'd dealt with it. I I feel sick thinking about it. My eyes are they're a whole new color and they're bright green, unnaturally green, and I have new hair. It looks the same as before, just much longer and and Sam said he would cut it and Oh, crab cakes, I'm gonna... Hey, <coughs> it... Then I scratched, and my face came off, and there was blood, so much blood, and pus, and it slid off in a heap beside me. I threw up a lot, but Sam was really good. When I brought it up, apparently they look after their partner when they get ill, which happens a fair bit due to oversensitivity of their stomach or something. I can't remember. I was, it was, Sam cleaned everything up while I had a shower. My skin clogged the drain, but I didn't look down. Sam dealt with that too. The world looks different now. Brighter, but not painfully so. And when I choose to, I can see the colour again. But this time, there's no pain. As though my body is now prepared for the onslaughter of light. I feel good. I mean, when I think about the skin and... Yep. But for the first time, I can breathe. And it... It just feels good. Sam told me that my skin was too small. And I should have shed it years ago. Apparently. For those who live a long time, their bodies do different things to keep them youthful. For reds, we shed skin every 10 to 50 years. 
and honestly, that is the most horrifying thing I have ever heard. Sam left an hour ago, said they'd be back with food in two hours. They're chasing down a lead. I'm going to hang up. It's super early in the morning, and I haven't slept since 10 p.m. I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna rest. Hopefully there won't be any nightmares or shedding skin. I, I don't think I could handle another round. Love you. Be safe. Sweet dreams. The gathering storm. The thundering heart. The call of the universe. It flows in our veins. The call of the universe by Falling Star 100. Necromancy, family tome of the North family, taken from Subject 3 during the Rise of the Kings. Section 2 out of 8. A further basic principle in the laws of necromancy is to never raise the recently deceased. There are several reasons for this. The easiest and the most universal is the understanding that death is like a drug. It inhibits the newly dead's thinking such that it makes their consent to be raised questionable, and thus not true consent. It is with this understanding we do not attempt to raise the newly dead. Additionally, to raise someone who has so recently died is to risk your life. A soul that has just left life still has what is known as the thirst. If a necromancer attempts to raise a soul with the thirst still in them, in a vampiric-like maneuver, it latches onto the necromancer's energy and drains them, unable to stop even when both the necromancer and the soul realize what is occurring. By this stage, a red ghost is created, and only an empathetic necromancer is able to return such a ghost to the grave. you my hummingbird. Right, moving on. Everyone has almost arrived. It draws closer. Two more days and it'll be time. The forest, the labyrinth, and the ice will take our blood. And if we are lucky, Madeline will stay far away. Or else she may be torn limb from limb as they try to brand her. The old one will pulse in all our veins. The borders are being marked, and I pity the internal who walks inside. It will be a night of blood. I went outside after I woke up, and Erin, the world is beautiful. It's always been beautiful, but whoa. Watching how some people's energy flows into nature, and back into them in a never-ending cycle, and how the sky is just... I don't have the words. And every connection was stunning. There was so many more than I've ever read about, and I don't know where to start. Sam showed me how to look like an internal, and it's just beautiful. Abstract knowledge is just... I asked Sam if it would always be like this, and Sam said I could choose whether or not to see the energy. And sometimes it would be better not to. They said I'd know why when it happened. Their voice went all sad. The meeting is two days away, and I've never felt more desperate to continue existing than I do right now. The reason I went outside was to look more for Krallen, and truth be told, there's still nothing. 
I brought up my concern with Sam, and they said that she would be okay because no one they knew was as tough as Krellen. I'm getting worried. I've been reading her book more, and she'd never leave it for this long. What if she's dead? I... Erin, what, what if she's dead? I'm gonna go search some more. Okay. Love you. Bye. Be safe. I get out. You leave me alone for at least a month. Maybe. Or maybe I'll find another labyrinth to trap you in. Go scr- Is that light? Oh, good. You'll make it in time for the gathering if you hurry. Why are you really doing this? Who says it's not just because you're a threat? No. You want something. I'm no more of a threat to you than you are to Madeline. Which is to say, not at all, if your watchdog is anything to go by. Noticed your puppy watching from the shadows on day one. Trying to tip the balance again? And why do I owe you an explanation? You don't, but I'm bored. Entertain me, immortal. No. Have fun. Not fair! The Immortality Ledger, translated from French to English. I became immortal by consuming the meeting point of three sacred sites and drinking the blood of the drawn externals before which I had my eyes tore out by a vampire and my tongue ripped out by a banshee. I was then fed my organs. I was then fed my organs, as was the recipe. It took a week before all my organs were restored. I only have little time left, and I wish to enjoy it with my beautiful wife. Call me selfish, but I love her, and we only have these moments, you know? I love you too, of course, but right now you're at work, and these moments are my goodbye to her. You'll receive this as my goodbye to you. I love you both so much. Moving forward, you're going to experience some changes when the bindings snap. Don't be frightened. What you're about to go through is perfectly normal for your kind. I won't tell you what happens because that would probably do more harm than good. But just know that it's okay. You have other abilities I haven't gone through in depth, but you'll figure them out in time and you'll be able to find the Fates Library when the time comes. Just so you know, when we were born, it was at exactly the same time. And in that moment, my energy bound yours. I'm the reason this hasn't happened sooner. But I think as you'll come to realise, it's a good thing that your energy was trapped. I also have no doubt that you'll be able to solve the issue that will arise with me being gone and the unbinding. Stay strong, Madeline. I love you and I'll continue to love you, even when I'm gone. I just wish that there was more time. Just know that you are my best friend. I'm glad to have had this time together and I wouldn't change it for the world. Thank you for being my best friend. I love you. I have faith in you. Be strong. May the moon watch over you and the stars guide you. I Exist was produced by Mortality Works. Directed and written by Ashley Thompson. Assistant Director, Simone Beeson. Edited by Simone Beeson. 
Music by Tiana Allen. Voice actors and characters. Necromancy Tome. Poem. The Immortality Ledger and Callista were voiced by Tiana Allen. The Voice of Mortality Works was voiced by Simone Beeson. Sam was voiced by Jason Burgess. September was voiced by Bianca Levi. Alexander was voiced by Tristan O'Neill. Madeline Miller was voiced by Ashley Thompson. Kralin was voiced by Morgan Thompson. If you wish to support our continued existence, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Additionally, if you have the means, consider donating to our Patreon, Mortality Works. Need more proof of our existence? Come check us out at Mortality Works, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hope you have a wonderful existence.